0: Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, episode number 12. Welcome to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast, the show that takes a look at the hottest relationship drama on television. Sit back and enjoy the ride.
1: Hi, and welcome back to the Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
2: And this is Kim.
1: And I can so, see you. This is, like, so cool.
2: Yeah. This is really weird because now you get to see me through our Ustream videos that anybody else can watch us while we're recording the show at www.gspn.tv. But the thing is, is you're going to watch me because I talk so much with my hands. I, I do, mean, too. Can you see this? I'm, like, my hands behind my head, fluffing my hair. Normally I, I feel like I do I'm too. In cheerleading again. Okay.
1: Now normally I do too, but the fact that I know that people are watching me I think is kinda creepy, so I'm like trying not to move, trying not to breathe. It's it's really frustrating.
0: <laughs> I try not to pick my nose.
1: Yeah, you know what? Oh, Mute yourself man. because you're not allowed <laughs> oh. to talk. Darn it.
0: My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. This by the is way. Our
1: hu- this is my husband. Our
0: husband?
2: <laughs> our husband? Check I am not out. married to that I, man. There, I am no,
0: I know
1: you are not married. I was going to say our producer. <laughs> this is not
0: Utah that we live in here, babe.
1: <laughs> you know, Clifford?
0: <laughs> yes, ma'am?
1: Mute yourself. Okay. So that was our lovely producer, my husband, Cliff, who we may let speak again later. May. But he's not following his instructions.
0: I'll shut up now.
1: So well, I do have one thing to say to Cliff before you know we we, we okay. shut
2: him out. Okay, Cliff, thank you so much for stepping in for me last week when I was sick. I really appreciate it.
0: Hey, yes. no problem. It was thank it you. was a lot of fun, and I appreciate the advanced notice so that I could uh, prepare everything ahead of time.
1: I'm I'm glad you took the time to get better.
0: Yes, are you yes. feeling better
2: Me too?
1: Thank you. I mean, I am feeling so much better. She sounds better. better
2: so
0: Good.
1: We really don't care how you feel. You sound so much better. Yeah. Score. <laughs> So, let's actually get right down to it. And what did you think about desire?
2: It was very interesting. I, I, there was just so much desire and attraction throughout the entire episode. Absolutely. Um, between so many of the different relationships and characters. Um, how it just came down to that desire can wreck your life, but then it can be the best thing in your life.
1: Right. I like that. I like how there is desire that is not always... Um, Um, not always, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, reciprocated. It's it's a a lot of one-way desire going on in this hospital. And, um, what, what is, stop it. How can (laughs) somebody talk with you doing that? It's bad enough that, you know, I'm right there in front of myself.
2: Cliff is making faces behind Stephanie's head for those of you who can't see.
1: And it's driving me crazy. Anyway, so, um... I'm looking at your notes here. I know you missed the first 10 minutes, and I'm really pretty sure you didn't miss much. (laughs) Really? You missed um, Meredith saying that she wants to be, you know, the whole um, communicative girlfriend now. And um, Burke is, well, I'm pretty sure you caught on to this throughout the episode. Burke is pretty obsessed with this wedding cake. That's um, awesome. I thought it was cute. I thought it was absolutely (laughs) adorable because he says to Izzy, which we can get into um, in a minute, but he says to her that I've thought a lot about this day, about this cake that goes with this day, that goes with this woman. Right. And and I think that that, that's important. Um, So... What was I saying before that? I totally don't know. Oh, the first ten minutes, you really, I don't think that you missed much um, that was vital that you couldn't have mm-hmm. caught on to throughout the ep- rest of the episode. Sweet. Yes. So Happy to hear that. Now, um, we do see we do see Mark bring up the whole twenty eight days left. And I, I thought it was pretty funny that he talked about
2: the twenty twenty eight days because what else in a woman's life is twenty eight days? Right. You know, it's, it's, yep. it's the woman's cycle and you have that 28 days left and it, and it's the countdown and you go through the hormones and, yep. and then not being able to decide what you want. So, and I thought that that was a really neat connection there.
1: So let's, let's, I, I agree with you. I, I totally agree with you that, um, I think the number 28, picking the number 28 days was very intentional by the writers of this episode, but, um. Mm-hmm. So in the end, I'm going to jump forward to the end where we see um, Mark and Addison on in the stairway. Yeah. And she says, do you want to come have a drink? Because I think we need to talk. And he says, you don't want to have a drink with me. I'm not what you're looking for. Right. And I honestly, I believe that he is in love with her. But he doesn't, do too, or he doesn't he know how to lie. be. Yeah. yeah he doesn't know how to be that that man mm-hmm. that excuse yeah. me that she wants him to be what do you think about I, that i
2: agree i agree he doesn't know how to be and he really took it to heart when Meredith said said to him you know grow up be an adult right you know if you don't you know if if it's over it's over and i, I thought it was neat that he he lied to her and told her that um you well, it's know it's over he lied to her I, <laughs> Well, how he did it, it was really touching to see the it growth was of touching. his character. Absolutely. That um, he said, um, I am. Because the old Mark would have just It's said, over. I slept yeah. with somebody else. Once a man whore, always
1: a man whore. And, and so, he so wasn't. He, he, he. No, he wasn't. You know, and I feel really bad that he's getting that bad rap from Addison. That because he, you know, that, that he has now confessed to something that he did not do, but she doesn't mm-hmm. know that yet. Um,
2: I think she could tell though, you know, the, the body language and the look on her face she, and
1: yeah, you're very, you're very right. So, um, Addison and Alex, it finally happened. They've been building up. Yeah. To that it was for months. interesting. It was,
2: I don't like how sloppy it ended up being when they came out of the closet there and, you know, I know, and her, her pantyhose and, and she's, yeah, yeah. I know. It's like, put your clothes on, get yourself situated before you walk out the door. You know, you're just begging for people to notice. It was was more
1: of like maybe the shock of it all, you know, the, Mm -hmm. so, but.
0: I'm sorry, the shock and all, is that what you said?
1: The shock of it all. Oh, okay. Sorry. It was very unexpected. I got, I've got the shush (laughs) sign, okay. That's great. Kim is shushing Cliff, I love it. I love it. I knew we were meant to be friends. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Cliff. <laughs> so Not really but that's okay. Okay. Um I'm totally put your tongue back in your mouth. <clears throat> Lost my train of thought now. Um We're
2: talking about um Addison kind of knowing.
1: Okay. And no, um Alex was kind I'm of walking out, yeah. Yeah, he was kind of mean at the end but I get it.
2: Yeah, still? do you think that that um, Alex was more of trying to actually defend what he needs to learn and what he needs to do, and he doesn't need a girlfriend, but he's okay with having girls who are friends, like Addison or Ava? Because that's kind of the impression I got. Um,
1: okay, say that again.
2: I thought that Alex is, having, is giving us the impression that he really does need to concentrate on what he is learning as an intern at that hospital. He was really studying. Um, many episodes back, Alex ended up failing one of the exams, right. and he had to study and go back and take Sports. it, and he was really dedicated to that. We don't get to see a lot of Alex in a relationship with anybody or okay. life outside of the hospital with Alex. So you I think- just really think that he is applying himself towards learning what he needs to learn as an intern and a doctor there and that what he said to addison might really be true even though he may have more than feelings for her
1: okay i guess i never thought of it protecting himself yeah i i i kind of thought that maybe he was just protecting himself um i do think that he has feelings for her but i do Mm -hmm. think that he has feelings for um ava as well in a really, I agree with that yeah. He doesn't want to admit that he is that guy Right yeah, Isn't that what Ava said to him You may not want to be but you are that guy Or something like that um, Right So I, I, um, I totally think that he is that guy What else I... do I want to talk about I'm trying to make sure that I've covered All of Addison and Alex So if anyone who is dialed in Thinks that I missed anything um, you can hit the request to talk button and let me know. Did we catch all of Addison and Alex? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure we did. No, so hold no. on. Okay, no,
0: no, but... no. You forgot to talk about uh Alex and the new Dan and Decat comment. Oh. Please please discuss amongst yourselves.
1: Absolutely. Um <laughs> when when she said right beforehand, when she said um when she said, Do I have another denny duquette on my hands and he says that he just um wants to be studied up has to be his best to go in with her because she is you know the best kind of doctor Mm -hmm. and um i am totally getting the impression from her that she is really um jealous that he's giving his attention to ava and not to her Absolutely. You know, so I agree I'm, with that. I'm really picking up on that. But um, Shelly has requested to talk, so let's see what she thinks about Alex and Ava. Hi there. Hey, how are you? Hi,
3: Shelly. Hi there. I don't think you guys missed anything, but I think that when Ava told him, I hate to break it to you, but you really are that guy, I think that freaked him out. I don't think he wants to be that guy, so he's pretending to not be.
1: So- I agree with you.
2: Yeah, he doesn't want to see himself as that guy. Right.
1: Thank you, Shelley. I so agree. He doesn't... I think being that guy scares him. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't have that kind of role model. So he doesn't know... I mean, wasn't his dad an alcoholic?
2: Yes. So he's he, an he, abusive alcoholic.
1: Right, so he doesn't know how to be that guy. Um, so I, I really like that. I really like where... Um, Where they're taking Alex's character, even though it's not exactly with Addison. Trying to make, I'm trying to make my thoughts. There's been a lot of
2: character. There has been a lot of character growth with um, between that triangle there, um, There between Addison, Alex, and Mark, and it's really neat to see that.
1: It is. We've really seen. We've really seen character changes in Mark and in Alex. And um, as they both try to be what this woman wants. Um, And now Alex trying to be what she doesn't want. But um, so I really like that. I really like to see the character change for the good, (laughs) in my opinion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Let's okay, move on to Burke and his crazy obsession with the cake, because not only was I really craving some cake. (laughs) <laughs> I really wish that my husband would have been this into a wedding cake when we, we got married.
2: Well, Cliff, what kind of cake would you have chosen? Whatever your wife wanted?
0: Uh, Definitely red velvet.
2: All right. Really? Copy and pressed in there.
0: No. I didn't think so. Yellow cake <laughs> with chocolate icing. <laughs>
1: that's why you didn't get to
2: juice the cake (laughs) so did you really want him that involved now Steph? uh
1: you know no (laughs) probably not (laughs) um actually we ended up having one of the best tasting wedding cakes i've ever had um sometimes you just go to weddings and these cakes look so beautiful but they taste absolutely horrid and um so we had we had very nice tasting wedding cake but I'm telling you, the cakes on the table were looking pretty yummy, and uh, watching Izzy eat them was quite getting on my nerves because I wanted one. <laughs> Only because I wanted one. She was one. eating the. L- she said, she food she had?" She was one and eating a little half. bit of everything. She had said she had one and a half. But um, wow. But I love that in this relationship that Burke is the one who is. Um, obsessed with the details of the wedding and i think Christina even says that he's turning into a woman and um, (laughs) it's just i just think it's so um fun and different if if you think about it according to the stereotypical
2: roles of man versus woman preston is the woman and christina is the man because she's very disconnected and he is very you know with himself and and about the emotion and and the other things that are normally important to the quote-unquote woman absolutely i i I thought that was really cute
1: i think it's adorable and i love that relationship i love watching them they're just funny they're just funny and at the end on the couch when obviously you know that she did not choose the red velvet cake izzy did but she says the red one you know and he just is i mean he's giddy and he's so <laughs> excited, and that was really cute. It's just adorable. It's just adorable, and and so um, I think that's all that I can say about Christina and Brooke right now. Is just they're adorable. They're just so great. um. um okay. Well, do you what about ta- um? Go ahead. I was gonna say Derek and Meredith. Do you want to go there yet, or do you want to save that?
2: Uh, let's save that for a little bit.
1: Okay. Um that takes us to Callie and Izzy. Oh don't do that one. Oh. Yeah, Cliff says not yet.
0: I'm not ready.
1: He's not ready. <laughs> okay. Um, how about What about the chairman of the board? Okay. The well the I wasn't really talking about the penis fish. <laughs>
3: The
0: penis fish is out of the, the, the bag now.
1: I have not I have not recovered from the penis fish yet. There
0: there's there's an audio clip for episode 100. Excuse me. Where Kim says, "I want to talk about the penis."
1: <laughs> okay. So, um that was that was an amazing medical story. It was Anyway, first of all,
2: he came in with um, his stuff more swollen than they could describe swollen.
1: Right, and they're all trying to you
2: know figure out. He's like, no, that's
1: not a grapefruit. So if you can (laughs) picture that, but which you really don't want to. So anyway, that's the guy from um, the. That's the guy from um, Daybreak, (laughs) and that's all I can think about while he's standing there with his pants down. Oh my. Oh, but I did find it very funny how squeamish all the men were in the operating room while he was having the scope stuck up. <laughs> <his
2: penis. laughs> that was great. I thought that was I, hilarious. I, personally, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I rather so.
1: enjoyed that part of the episode. Um, there's. Just... I just loved
2: how Christina was like. He has a penis fish
1: in his, <laughs> a his fish penis. in his <laughs> penis. Great. Yes. So they love to say that word. Over and over again on uh, on this show, which there's nothing wrong with that word. I'm not. I don't think that at all.
0: What word?
2: Yes, in the show, it went back penis. and forth between penis and hoo-hoo. Because Meredith was, was like,
3: at least I don't have a fish in my hoo-hoo. I don't have a fish in my hoo-hoo. <laughs> in my <laughs>
1: hoo-hoo. But um, what else was I gonna say? About, oh, the whole relationship with the um, with with the vi penis did you catch that when christina called it the vip penis
2: no i missed that he was like he was the, he was the
1: vip patient and she called yeah. it the vip penis it was really funny anyway um i laughed out loud anyway maybe nobody else did um, you know if i
2: had heard the enus at the end of vip i would have laughed too
1: it was you should go back and watch it it was funny so what was i gonna say about that now Oh, the whole the whole tie in with him and his wife and his you know mistress and how yeah um, George was just when when she said the wife uh, when his wife said um, the wife always knows and right so dealing with the dealing with the assistant and how she was feeling and so um what do you think about that.
2: I'm scanning through my notes to try and find where that's at. Oh. oh, yeah. Where she was said she just didn't have it in her to take care of the husband's girlfriend. Right. And, and George is just like, did not know what to say. Jaw just drops, staring at her. She's like, well, yeah. Of course I know. The, course wife I know. the wife and always knows. And he's sitting knows. there thinking, oh, God, does Callie really know?
1: Right. And she may not know. Well, obviously, she doesn't know from what she said to Izzy on the elevator. But Cliff's not ready to talk about that. I but... can talk about it now. Oh, okay. About Izzy? Well, we're not there yet, really. Okay. So, um...
0: (laughs) Get me all... Get my hopes up.
1: No, I'm not going to let you talk. Um... Darn yeah, it. I, I think that
2: Callie knows, but like Emily in the chat room just said, you know, she's in denial. I, I think it's that she just doesn't want to believe that this, this good-hearted man of hers, George, would ever do anything like that to her. I don't because think she Because ever since knows. the beginning of their relationship, she has always put George up on this pedestal as this wonderful man who was not to the point in the relationship between was not to the point in the relationship where she wanted him to be. He always had to play catch up with that. And obviously they got married a little bit too soon, didn't know anything about each other, you know, hence she's Miss Moneybags over there. Right. But I just think that she does not want to believe. She she thinks that George is, is the kind of guy you get married and you have kids with and he's a great father and he'll play baseball and and she's always saying all of this good stuff about him and she just doesn't want to believe it. At okay. least that's what I think.
1: Okay. I think she doesn't know because in the elevator, she says to Izzy, you know, you are, you are the friend and he loves you and he just, and I know he's my, you know, I'm his wife and I have the sex and the commitment and the forever, but so I think that, you know, I don't think that she knows that they've been together. She just knows that they are the whole way too creepy friends. So let's see what Maggie has to say.
3: Hey guys hey um, I think Kelly thinks I think she didn't want to like even think about that until Addison said if you're that obsessive or
0: there's whatever a, then
3: right. you know there's a reason and then she she would have um, you know then she kind of hid because it, it, she kind of started to think about it because if she had thought about it before she talked to Izzy like I just was rewatching you know season three and when she thought um, when Callie thought Meredith told George about Callie, her and Sloan, she like was going to beat Meredith up. You know, wanted to <laughs> wanted to beat her right. up, and so I think she would, you know, try and beat her busy if if she.
1: But she so did. She but didn't she talk to Izzy after she talked to Addison? Callie didn't go to Izzy until after she talked to Addison.
3: Was it that's before? That's true. Yeah. Oh, okay, am I getting I i watched it in two
1: chunks so i'm okay no that's okay that's okay but see this is what this is why i think that because when she finds out i think that she is going to be absolutely crushed because george will no longer be that man that she believes he is um do you follow me kim We have a delay again for some reason. So bear with us while Kim hears our audio. <laughs> okay, I'm here now. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> what happened?
2: <laughs> so did you hear what I said? I don't know. You guys, it, it froze and it all caught up.
1: That's so nope, crazy. Didn't. It was like.
2: <laughs> okay, so what I said
1: was, that's probably what I really sound like. Um, what I said was, <laughs> I don't think that, Callie has any idea about the sex because when she finds out she will be crushed because George will no longer be the man that she believes he is. I think in that moment oh, agree. in that moment everything about him that she believes will change.
2: That's true. So I guess I guess I can believe that too.
1: I, I don't think that she has any clue. <laughs> Not well, Cliff,
2: what do you think about that?
0: I'm glad you asked.
1: Why did you do that? I was so just ignoring him, and I was doing a good job.
0: Okay, so I'm
2: sorry I couldn't see you because he put that thing up I on know. the screen.
1: Why do you think he did that?
0: Uh, anyway, um, so here, here's here's the here's the situation. I think that it's over between George and and Callie. I. I, I don't know Well I don't know They, they kind of he,
1: It never really started Because I don't know He, he never gave it a fair chance I,
0: I, I want to say I want to say this I think the ending Of this episode Was wonderful and the reason why I think it's wonderful is because George finally realized something that I was actually thinking that I wanted to say in this podcast halfway through the episode, and now I don't. Ne- I don't necessarily need to defend my thoughts because even George recognizes it. George has no right to be Izzy's friend anymore.
1: No, absolutely not. It should not yeah.
0: happen. It is not appropriate. Regardless, it it was it wasn't even appropriate without the sex. It was not appropriate. There, there was too much connection. There was too much of a bond between them. And and Callie, I'll tell you what, I was like, you know, as much as I don't like Callie, and I, and she's just not a, a favorite character of mine, when she told, you know, um, Izzy McMurder uh, that, you know, all the things that she said, I'm like, you tell her. That's exactly what she needs to hear. The only thing is, is that I hope George gets the picture. And, and George got the picture. But I, I just think that I think that uh, you
1: thought Izzy needed to leave, not George. But I, well, think I do that think it, definitely George. Izzy because doesn't I think he belong. Needs to not work with his wife either.
0: Izzy Stevens McMurderer does not belong in Seattle Grace Hospital. I know. Don't get me going there.
1: I, 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 I know. Okay, but you thought that she, she does was the one leave. who should go to Mercy West. But yeah, you were, but you, since
2: you since you've touched on it, Cliff, we were talking about George is gonna leave Seattle Grace. Yes. Is is he really going to leave? I think so. Do we want George to leave?
0: Uh, I don't think it's going to hurt the show. Hmm. Uh, I don't want George. I, to leave. Okay. I, I think he'll. St- I think he'll still come in as a. You See know. See what Maggie says. I, I think he'll still come. <laughs> I think that George will still come back as a as a guest star from time to time. It, and I think he'll be more regular than what you might imagine because of his relationship with Callie and we get to see their counseling sessions. You remember the old Allie McBeal counselor sessions? Those were great. Maybe, yes. they, maybe they could recreate <laughs> some of those.
1: Great. I miss Allie McBeal. Go ahead, Maggie.
3: Okay, I was going to say, I've, well, I don't want George to leave. I have Cliff has kind of convinced me that Izzy is, not the best person in the world. (laughs) But I don't want Callie to leave either, because I love Callie. So I guess I would like to see, I would like Callie to stay, because I I love Callie. Um, I don't want George to go, because he's had a whole lot of growth through the whole thing, and I think he can keep growing.
0: I think this is a great step for growth for for George.
1: I think this is the biggest step of growth for George because he needs to uh, to make his marriage work. He needs to, you know, not work with his wife. I,
0: I th- and I think I do believe that he'll still be around the show. I I just don't think that he'll be in every single episode, but we will still see quite a bit of his character. And and I think I this don't is- think he's gonna leave. Yeah, it, I don't think so either. Just because so. he
1: says that there's an opening at Mercy West doesn't mean that he's going to take it.
0: Oh, I hope he takes it. I, I, I seriously do. do. Just Not so that he'll, that he'll be that off the show, but I just hope he takes it as a character. I I, 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 as as George, I hope he takes it. It's the smartest thing for it's the only thing that's going to have any any hope of saving his marriage once he finally confesses to Callie what he's done.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's the only step. And
1: you know what's really bothering me is that she's caught him in this lie. She knows he lied, so just confront him on it because it's really starting to really? get on my nerves. You know? Just call him on it.
0: Yeah, it caught you in a lie. Up.
1: Shouldn't she do that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. She she's getting on my nerves. There's no just,
2: but there's no better way to resolve an issue than to confront it and deal with it. She
1: could she and could take him. She that. could so whip his butt. Yeah, smack yeah. him around a little bit and
0: get hey, the truth. <laughs> we can't throw spousal abuse into this mix. I mean, it's already got enough questionable content.
2: Well, we're just in, for good you TV, know, promoting though. Wouldn't it make for good TV you know, regular to watch doctors visits
1: to watch Callie beat George Up? I mean, no, that would make for great TV.
0: It would not.
2: Uh, no, what would make for great TV is if they decided to battle it out in sumo wrestling outfits. <laughs>
0: But I I think I think that this is going to be I mean, even if George kind of took a back burner on his appearances in Grey's Anatomy, I still think that that would even add to the tension between Izzy and um, and Callie. I, I would love to see some, you know, once she finds out how that relationship between the two of them, how they continue to interact with one another.
2: Yeah, I think that Izzy will just end up bowing down to Callie knowing that she stepped on it and she was wrong and she shouldn't have been in the ring anyways and should have way backed off when George and Callie were together. I, I really you know, get that impression. But then again, things can change in a flash with Izzy.
0: Well, the thing is, is that both, both George and Izzy... Still have strong feelings for one another, and not only that, but I mean, I think
1: George and Izzy are in love with each other.
0: No, I do.
1: I think that Callie was. Now, I'm not saying that I agree with it. Don't get me. I'm. I'm. I still think that he he married Callie. He made a commitment. He needs to stick with his commitment. And
0: that is what they're trying to say. I agree with you. Take care of
1: his his marriage, but I do think that. George and Izzy are in love with each other. I think that Callie was his rebound girl after Meredith. And yep. and Izzy is the friend that he's fallen in love with. But that doesn't change the fact that I don't care if Cliff has something to say. <laughs> it just doesn't faze me. So um, anyway, now I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <Ow. clears throat> Stop it. All right, go ahead. What do you want Did to you say? see
0: that? I'm recording this. <laughs> Oh. I didn't see
1: anything. Thank you.
0: Oh, man, that hurt. Got your back. What did you want to say? I forgot. Good.
1: So, moving right
2: along. All right. I, I loved it when Izzy t- said to George, you're my penis fish, George. Now I
1: I, I can't move
2: that. or talk or pee without feeling this thing moving through my organs.
3: That <laughs> and was great.
1: And George, so stupid, says, you don't have a penis. <laughs> it's a metaphor, <laughs> Stupid. Oh, anyway, he is crazy. But absolutely, and and I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying. He is taking Mm -hmm. root in her heart, and he cannot, I mean, she cannot breathe. Does it hurt? Oh, you poor little baby. Get him an ice pack. (laughs) He's rubbing his wounds. Uh, They make this little thing. They make this little thing at, um that Matthew founded our one of our local grocery stores called um the bye bye boo boo and uh and so you took yourself off the camera what'd you do that for cause you're crying anyway he keeps wanting me to get him this bye bye boo boo and so apparently that's what that's what Cliff needs right now is a bye bye boo boo it's just Aww. like an ice pack only it's in cuddly little animals and stuff so anyway back to Grey's Anatomy um Oh, what else did I want to talk about? The chief. I, I do not believe he's going to retire. I honestly do not believe it. I haven't, I haven't thought that from the very beginning. Um, And I think that what this guy um, said to him was spot on when he said, you know, have you really just become this person who delegates? You used to be this and you used to be that. And, um and and your wife has left you and now
2: what do you have to do absolutely you know work you can dedicate to that without having to worry about any of these other things going on in the background of your life
1: so i i don't i do not think that the chief will retire but um maggie requested talk so let's see if she wants to talk about the chief or what we were talking about before
3: well i i agree i've never wanted the chief to retire and so i don't think he's i hope he's not going to now it's been fun to watch the whole chief race. Um, yeah. so there's something I was just kind of came up with while you guys, while we were talking about um, George and Izzy. Does Izzy really love him, or was he kind of there for her when she was in pain and kind of replaced the pain with, you know, with the pain she was feeling about Denny with um, love for George or whatever? Just kind of. I don't know. I can't think of the word. There's a psychological term for it, but I can't think of it right now.
1: I get, I get what you're saying, but I.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) Stephanie, what big eyes you have! And what teeth you have too! Quit looking at me. I can't, can't do this. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Better to bite Cliff's head off with. <laughs> oh goodness. Gracious. That's the couch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now you need to tell the people listening to the podcast okay, what just I'm, happened. I'm
1: working on it, okay? So for those of you who are listening and are unable to view this live, Cliff has just put up a a clip of me as. um, Or he put up a clip of a picture of a shark. <laughs> and. Um, representation an of me. And an alien.
0: And now a paper drawing and of you.
1: <laughs> paper drawing. I'm going to draw a picture of you with a paper person. And then I'm going to erase it. Be nice to me okay So let's get down
2: to Derek and Meredith now
1: okay we can do that absolutely Maggie is that all I think for the moment until we get to
3: Derek
1: okay well we'll be back with you in a moment um okay go ahead Kim you start with Derek and Meredith um
2: I want to skip right to the end and that was when he was lying in bed with her and said you know I spent the scariest day of my life trying to breathe for you I love you and I want you Um, but I don't know. You didn't swim, you didn't swim, and you know how to. And I didn't know, and I don't know if I can, I don't know if I want to keep trying to breathe for you. And she just said, oh, I I think I should go. And uh, okay, I'll go. And it was like, it completely hurt her that he said that, but it needed to be said to her. And she needs to know that she has to live her own life and not be so codependent. Okay.
1: Okay. Makes sense? It it makes sense. Um, I don't know if I would have ever called Meredith codependent. You don't think so? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm processing that um, new for the first time. All
2: throughout the seasons of Grey's Anatomy, Mm -hmm. she has always said that there are so many other things in her life that are holding her back or moving her along. Like it was her mother and having to take care of all the finances and um taking care of her house and trying to cover everything up and then it was the drama with derek um you know she she needed derek but she couldn't talk to him about these things and then she didn't have derek anymore and it was always leaning having to have somebody in her life to be right there with her because she could not be without a man at any point she always had to have somebody there and even if it was just a one-night stand she had to have somebody there and if it wasn't a man, it was a bottle of tequila.
1: Very true. Okay. Okay. You got that. Um. Yeah, I, I I got that. Um. He just let her leave, though. I mean, doesn't he want an answer to his question?
2: I think he's got a lot of soul searching to do. He he really needs to think about if he wants to invest in the relationship to put towards, you know, breathing instead of breathing for her to breathe with her. Right. And I think that they both need to see that because he definitely shouldn't be breathing for her, but what they should be doing is breathing together.
1: Absolutely. You just said that perfectly. I'm still just mad at him, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm taking what you're saying to heart and thinking about it. So, um, let's see what Shelly has to say, Shelly.
3: Well, uh, hi there again. When he said that to her and she just was like, oh, I should go, I just thought that was so, I mean, shouldn't she have had more of a reaction to that? Because I felt like when she was just saying, oh, I should go, she was saying, oh, well, if that's how you feel, then I'm not going to deal with it. I'm leaving. So it was almost like she's saying she's not going to swim again. When it gets hard, she's done. That's I not think what it was I
2: more got. Of her just, no, I think that I it think ties it into was the whole. Than-
1: I think it ties into the whole. Um, I'm going to be the communicative girlfriend, and then when it comes down to having real communication, she froze and she can't handle it. Right, right.
2: Uh, it almost, to me, it almost seemed like she felt awkward like derek was putting all of that on her shoulders by saying well this is everything that's going on with me right now is all about you it's because of you and i'm putting my problems smack dab right on you right
1: which and, it, they're not i mean and now
2: she's sitting here going okay now what do i do this is all my problem again
1: right and it's not her problem it's his problem right and so she has her own problems but um what anything dad no okay I'm getting dirty looks now. Oh, yeah. So that I mean that that's what I think is that it, it was a clear representation of her um, inability to communicate, to truly communicate. Because when the going right gets tough, she just doesn't know how. But yeah, I like that.
2: I hadn't thought about that when I was watching the episode that that was her
1: inability to. Mm-hmm. So that was a good pickup. For and you. so for her, that's that's she had to go. I have to go. I can't deal with this. But is that really her fault that she can't communicate?
2: Well, she's got a lot of, of learning and a lot of growing she to does. do. She does, and he said he would be there. Up.
1: He said, mm-hmm. I'll be there. I'll show up. Liar. See, I'm just bitter. I probably shouldn't talk about
2: <laughs> him. Well, he did. He said, I'll I'll be there. I'll show up. But then when it came down to realizing that, you can't okay, just show
1: up for your favorite parts, Derek. <laughs>
2: That's that's true. When it came down to him realizing, wow, the chief is putting this on my shoulders, that it's either going to be the chief job or it's going to be my woman. It can't be both. He's just got a lot of soul searching to do to see if he well, can just either work him. it out at the same time. Right. You know, he has to figure out what is more important to him. And everybody else is, everybody is going to have a different answer, different levels of importance between relationship, job, a job you love, and a job that you want, and right. a career, and all of that good stuff. You know, like Bailey said, you know, if it's if it's a a choice between your job and your woman you choose your woman absolutely you're going to always want to go that way and i think that derek know. just has to do some soul searching to figure out exactly what is most important to him and i think we we owe him that that time to to make it make up his mind so
1: we ended season two with a big cliffhanger of her choosing so is that how we're going to end season three is with his choosing oh that's the thought
2: but it can't be that big of a cliffhanger with him choosing
1: um, I think it could, because okay. Derek and Meredith are a lot of the, their relationship is, I'm not going to say it's the entire, it's a lot, but it is a lot of the makeup of the show.
2: Hmm. I was thinking that the big cliffhanger for the season finale would be, um, Christina and Burke I think it'll be their wedding, and at their wedding, yeah, you think so? That's what I'm thinking. So if it I'm could be their wedding, then totally you know, George and Kelly can have it out at the wedding or at the re- at Ooh, the reception. that that would be wild. That would be
1: good because
2: then it would end just like season two did at a big dance. At a big dance,
1: all dressed up. Very good. Thanks. Very good. I was I was thinking that it would definitely because now all of a sudden we hear from the clips from next week that Burke's going to want a big wedding.
2: Oh. Did you catch she, she, that? It's not
1: all about the flowery show,
2: yeah.
1: You know, he's, and he said, she was very specific about, uh, no, what did she call it? And No veil, she called it something. Um, j- you know, just go to the justice of the peace, just Meredith, yeah, and I remember you can that have now. your one person, and so I think this is gonna really freak her out.
2: Of course it is, but it's, but one, like day, it. it's yeah, one day, it's and hopefully she'll realize it's one day, and then you move past it.
1: But is it with Burke? Is it just one day, or is this, you know, how he, you know, what she'll have to really deal with her, you know? Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um. Did we miss anything, anyone? Yes. What did we miss? What's up, Cliff.
0: Uh, you have missed out on one of my favorite characters, except that she's only my favorite character because it drives you crazy when I say she's my favorite character, and I don't even know her name. <laughs> but it's the it's the uh, the the evil enemy, arch enemy, foe of uh, Miranda. What's her name?
1: Oh yeah, Perky Girl.
0: What's her name?
1: I don't know. <laughs> Sydney, I can't think of it. Sydney, Sydney. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Thanks to everybody in the chat.
0: <laughs> Sydney, she, she, I, I'm telling you, I, this girl is, is people <laughs> give her such a hard time. She's so annoying. No, I have. Okay, is she slightly annoying? Yes. Does she do her job and stand up for herself anymore? She
1: is so annoying.
0: She is not annoying. She is nice. She, she's positive thinker, and she. I, I, it, Let's I mean, put come, her
1: in your office and see how you come home. I would
0: love day. to have her, a Sydney oh, in my office. I, don't, I disagree with you. No, I'm serious. Somebody I couldn't handle it.
1: <laughs> no, you would come home and you'd be like, my face hurts from smiling so much today. That nope, Sydney I, chick just gets on my nerves.
0: I wouldn't smile, but I, she'd <laughs> smile. But I'm, I'm telling you, I think she's a great character. And I mean, she, we hardly ever see her. She always ends up doing something that's beneficial to somebody, and I I just herself. don't understand what everybody's big deal is against her. I mean, she is. I, Miranda sent the guy home three times.
2: Right. Well, uh, what's her name? Sydney. Was Sydney just wasn't doing even the one who
1: diagnosed him. Miranda did.
0: Okay. But right and Sydney wasn't
2: she... trying to to figure out what else is wrong with him. She was just trying to do a nasal lavage to clean out the sinus passages so that he could walk out and feel a little bit better.
0: Well, hello. The thing is, is that he wasn't just turned out. He was there for a problem, and she did a treatment that she thought was best, which is way beyond sending him home. And had she seen the blood. <laughs> I'm certain she would have came to the same uh, realization.
2: That's true. I agree with that part.
0: Okay. So I am saying that I think that she did a top-notch job, and she need, she deserves credit for what she'd done.
1: Well, you give her your little applause, but I just still say she's annoying. <laughs> <There> <laughs> Let's see go. what Maggie thinks about Sydney. All righty. What's up,
3: Maggie? Um, well, I love her because she is so annoying and because everyone, everyone dislikes her so much. Like, I love the looks on their faces when they're around her. But I was going to say, she always seems to make it about a competition between her and Bailey. She almost right. always brings up that whole 50-year resident boss or whatever. Like, that's, she brought that up once or twice again this episode. She did. And I really don't think that that's why Bailey does things. I think Bailey does things because she feels she has to, like the clinic. She wanted something more as if she did the clinic. Right, I agree right. with you.
1: And Sydney and, talked about the clinic as if it was a way for Bailey to get, you know, a hand up in the chief resident position or chief, darn it. Whatever that job yeah. is. That was, right. yeah. that was right. That was okay. right. That was right. But she didn't. She did it because she really wanted to help people.
0: I th- I think um, that they've actually completely dropped the whole storyline of Izzy being the one who paid for that, you know, because that's
1: because she made such a big deal about it. Okay. Everybody got, but I agree with you. I they just totally but, dropped it because she's sitting there. Sydney was sitting there talking to Izzy about how Bailey did this whole clinic with. Never mind the fact that it was Izzy's eight million dollars.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm getting. Right. At.
1: And uh, but we sure did hear Izzy say lots of times. Right, but I'm just That's saying that she, it's
0: just like all of a sudden, I I guess maybe she's just preoccupied with the lack of uh, um, weekly or daily confession or something. I don't know. I'm sorry. She's go ahead. completely
1: consumed with the lack of George in her life. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So now we talked about Sydney. So now have we missed anything? Maggie had something to say about uh, really, something we missed earlier. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I'm really spacing on some parts of... I did not take notes. I so apologize, Maggie. What do you have?
3: No, it's okay. It was... Um, what do you think about Izzy opening up to Burke?
1: That oh, right, of, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Thank you. <laughs> it was kind of...
3: It was. It was kind of minor, but it was also kind of huge. Absolutely. Like, she just did it while they were eating cake, but it was kind of like... Oh my gosh! Did she really just do that
0: with Burke? And Maggie, yeah, it's let, like Burke didn't even want to
2: hear it. He's he like, I, but I don't mind like people I, not telling I'm, me these things. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but but when he but when he responded, he responded in a way that I I didn't necessarily understand his response. What what was his response really saying, Maggie? Did you did you catch it? What it was supposed to be all about?
3: I think it was a little bit of disappointment in George and probably in Izzy, just a little bit. Okay. Um, because he's always had a good relationship with George and, you know, they've been good friends or whatever, but I think it was a bit of a disappointment right? because Burke obviously holds, you know, marriage and relationships very, very high. Right. And that when, you know, when he heard that, that he thought it was kind of a disappointment in George and a bit of a disappointment in Izzy. They have kind of a kinship, but that's what I was kind of
1: thinking. I agree so. with her. I agree with her. I I caught the whole, um, this cake should be firm, not spongy. And I really, th- if you think about it, that can be the whole, um, you know, George should be more firm in his, um, really in his belief of marriage because he is totally squashing it, um, watering it down, so to speak. And, um, but how, uh, he was, Preston was talking about um, this cake for this day for this woman, being very intentional about it all, and r- referring to how George has just kind of been—I um, don't know if nonchalant is the word that I want to use—about about marriage and the woman that he's chosen and.
0: What was was Burke saying you can't have your cake and eat it too?
1: I'm pretty sure that that's what he was saying <laughs> as Izzy ate every cake on the table. Except for the one that At Bailey stole. At least it stole. wasn't a tub of butter. <laughs> I loved seeing Bailey come in and pick out her cake. I really, I thought that was
0: great. I don't think I, I don't think that Christina's going to be super shocked when she finds out how big of a wedding Burke wants to have because I mean, hello, she if she specifically laid out the guidelines of saying, okay, you have your person, I have my person, that's and we have this guy that does our thing. I mean. If you're having that, I'm sorry, but you don't really need to choose a cake. I mean, go through such... If they're going to have a
1: party. If they're going to have a party. Okay.
0: Okay. I got you.
1: But I think that Christina is going to turn into that person and... It's going to be so much fun.
0: Do you think she'll be... She's not
1: going to turn into a girly girl who's nice. She's not going to turn into Sydney. But it's going to be... <laughs> that would be
0: funny. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Dude, that's that an would excellent be... episode of that would Grey's be Anatomy. jumping the shark. Oppo- opposite day.
1: <laughs> opposite land. There we go. Let's um, hope see... they don't do a musical. Yeah, To see... Um...
0: They should have fortune cookies break them at the same time and Sydney becomes Christina and Christina becomes... Sydney. I think
1: they already did that. On Grace On Disney.
0: Uh, no, I know, but <laughs> I mean, it's ABC. I know you know. Okay.
1: Anyway, um, was totally going to say something. Oh, to see Christina enjoy the wedding, I think, is going to be fun. I think that she's going to enjoy it. You think she's going to enjoy it? I do. I do. I think that she's going to end up wearing a, a wedding band, not not a big diamond, she said, you know, but I think that she'll end up wearing a wedding band, and uh, I I loved listening to her last week call herself Dr. Christina Burke, I, or, yeah, <laughs> I love cute. that, I love that. I missed that. You didn't catch that last no. week when she was, um, they were talking to Dr. Marlowe, Doctor Marlowe's patient and he oh, says yes. Christina or this is Dr. Yang and she yes. says soon to be Dr. Christina Burke and oh.
0: I do remember that. <laughs> okay. That was great.
1: So I think it'd be fun to see her really enjoy that whole role of of the bride and getting married. So Yeah,
2: I really hope that she'll do that, you know, to finally back her husband in a way that is supportive rather than you know trying to hide something for him but to, to support him in the wedding about the perfect wedding that he wants absolutely so that she can uh, that would be cool like maggie said in the chat to to have christina turn into a bridezilla but more on <laughs> on preston's behalf that would right. be cool
1: that would be very cool so i think that's pretty much it let's see what um can we talk a little bit about what we saw for next week
2: yeah what did anyone? we see for next week would
1: that bother anyone
2: so if, if you're listening now um, and you don't really watch
1: the trailers you don't watch trailers you if you don't like spoilers you should stop now
0: okay they're gone
1: last warning okay so um, we see that uh, Addison wants a baby but it's it's a two hour episode next week I know why? but it starts at 8 o'clock
0: why why
2: Why? Um, Because this is going to be the two-part episode of Addison leaving.
0: Oh. This is
2: going to... Right.
1: You didn't get that?
0: So this is where they launched her other show?
1: Yes. Probably.
0: Do we know anything about the other show yet?
1: Not
2: very much. No. I'll come back with a scoop for you guys next week. Okay. Okay. good job. You're so
1: good at that. (laughs) What else did we see? Darn it, I was going to talk... Oh, we see... um, Callie... And Meredith and Izzy in bridesmaid's dresses. Standing in front really? of a big mirror. Oh, I missed that. Missed I missed Um Can't look away. Standing in front of a big mirror. Um, obviously trying on bridesmaid's dresses. Um, what else did we see? Well, I don't remember all that we saw, but um, I am so excited about two hours. I just think that two hours from Grey's Anatomy is really cool.
0: When is the season finale? Oh, no, that means it's we're
2: going to be extra late doing our podcast.
1: No, because it's on at 8 o'clock. We will still, it'll still oh, go so off it's at the starts same time. Oh, 7 o'clock my time? Absolutely. It, yeah. It's oh. on from 8 to 10 rather than 9 okay. to 10. So we'll still, we'll still be on the same schedule. We'll still be here at 10, 30, 9, 30 Central. But the show is on from Eight thirty to ten.
0: Eight thirty to ten.
1: Seven to eight to ten. Seven to nine. <laughs> this whole time thing—it's really irritating. I can't keep up. I don't know who is. I have all these friends all over the world now. I don't know what time it is anywhere, and I don't have the time to learn what time it is anywhere.
2: Anyway, that's okay, Steph. Don't worry about it. Okay. We're all good. We got to figure it out.
1: All I know is that right now is it it's starts really late an and I'm hour tired.
2: earlier. You're tired. Well, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Um, we're going to head up to a two-hour episode next week. That's mm-hmm. called the Other Side of This Life. Starts at uh, seven central, eight eastern, and we will be back a half an hour after the show ends to podcast
1: again. Absolutely. So,
0: so we'll see you Steph? next week, right?
1: Seriously? Seriously.
0: The Grey's Anatomy Fan Podcast is a production of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. This show was recorded live in front of an internet audience. Internet audience. To learn how you can participate in our live shows, please visit our website at gspn.tv. gspn.tv Thanks for listening. The show is brought to you by Talk Show. Create your own internet talk show.
1: Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E dot com.